Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. You ready, Roush? This is my favorite part. Hello, everybody. Happy Thurby to you, live from the backside at Churchill Downs in the shadows of the Twin Spires. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Everybody looks at you when when you do do your big intro. Uh It's it's, a little quieter today. It's quiet. People walk by, and they see you, and they look over, and they'll give a little wave. But once you start talking, they're like, whoa, something's going on over there. And then they look at you for about two seconds, realize you're – Nobody, and they just carry on with their day. (laughs) We're going to carry on with this show. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker and Nick Roush here on the backside for one final chilly morning, although it's going to heat up much quicker today than it has the last two days. Justin Kalen, you all aren't going to believe this. Real MVP. Had some technical difficulties this morning, but Scoot says that he was up at 3.20 this morning checking on the equipment. And then about Trevor a, was up. And then about a, yeah, Trevor was up too. An hour later at 4:20. And then they, uh, Scoot said, just about 30 minutes, an hour before we were about to come on, the computer froze, shut down. He had to leave the track, go back to Southern Indiana, make sure things were rocking and rolling. But by all accounts, I think we're on, we're firing. We're good. We're gonna do radio for one more day. Justin Kalen, let's give it up for you, buddy. Yeah. Again. My goodness. Yeah, another, another morning. And I have to come back over there to pick up the equipment or at least join you all. Hopefully everything goes well and I can, I can come back out there and join you all. That's the plan. Um, but I'll have to come back, get the equipment, run back over here again to produce for uh, Matt and John later. And then I have to go back over to work tonight. So That's a, that's a ridiculous schedule. My goodness. Like what a, that's a, what a joke of a day. Well, started off on the right foot. Scoots, I'm not trying to rub it in, but you just wouldn't believe the talent out here this morning. You all yeah, just you said can't. it's quiet. No, but aside from the talent. <laughs> I did see. Uh, I did. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Scoot. No, I'm, just, I'm just making that up every day just because of what you said I, on Monday. I Tuesday. did see one of my favorite news anchors. I'll leave it at that and leave you all wondering, but. So it, it was a out here. It she was said hey to me. I don't know if she said hey to Roush or not. Well, I did I not see her. <sighs> Roush, I was telling Scoots before we got on the air. Do you like this vest that I'm wearing? Yeah, you're very festive. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big vest guy. I like, you know, this is almost ideal vest weather. Well, it's time to invest in some fashion. 
But the crazy thing, I've been wanting to wear this the last couple days, but, like, I was worried it's been chillier the last couple days. Yeah, yeah, that your I've been worried that, like, be what will I wear underneath it? However, this is, like, some goose technology. That oh, is, like, goose technology. This is, like, heated, uh, a heated vest. I'm very, very hot uh, with this vest. It's an incredible vest, the te- technology they have these days. Invest, invest, as they say. But it's going to be a nice day. It's going to be an absolutely beautiful day. If you can, get on out here. Check out Thurby. Check out Churchill Downs. We're going to give you some picks today to help you win some money. Oh, I was diving into the programs a couple hours yesterday. Very excited. Still haven't made it through the entire Derby card. Um, And I still haven't made my my final selection, but I know I've narrowed it. I've narrowed it down dramatically. And I think I might be able to have an Oaks Derby double ticket for us. Wow. Wow. So, uh, um, we'll we'll see. Hitting an Oaks Derby double would be quite a thrill. You haven't? No. No. I mean, I I hardly ever do it. But, like, I'm not talking about the people that will, like, pick five horses in each race. Big whoop. I want somebody that's picking one horse in the Oaks, one horse in the Derby. Oh, dude, like $10 on it? And they're winning. Wow. And they're winning. That That would be be impressive. But the people, they're like, I mix the four through eight in the Oaks and then the nine and the 11. I think the the trick is, though, is to go deep in the Derby but only have two or three in the Oaks. Wow. I I feel like that's that's the kind of trick to try to hit a ball. Because in the Derby, like, you know, cast a wide net. Cast a wide net. I I thought I had mine down to five horses and then – I just I keep wanting to talk myself into it, but I, of all of the kind of bigger prices, I'm definitely betting disarm in some aspect. You're but in on disarm. I'm all in on disarm. Steve Asmussen, all in on disarm. I could see the storyline of like so close last year, mm-hmm. and then the horse. Not as many people were talking about the following years. The one that does it. And, and the thing about this horse too, like I, I'm I'm very big on like, do the speed figures get better each race? Not necessarily do they win more. I, Obviously, you'd like for him to win, um, but he, he he has not had the big win yet. He could be peaking at the right time. So uh, the, the people who watch the works, they loved how he's worked out here. So I'm very excited about him. The, the hardest decision I'm going to have to make, do I, do I throw out verifying? Do I throw out Angel of Empire? Or do I play both of the Brad Cox's horses? I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to choose there. And then the thing that I go back to, too, TJ, I remember on Bluegrass Stakes Day, saying I need a derby day, the results that came in, it's like, oh, man, we're going to be able to get Forte at a great price. And I feel like I just have completely ignored him this week. So a month ago, like, lock that horse in. It's going to win the derby. And here I am uh, talking myself into so many other horses. I feel like that's my process is just talking myself into every horse and then slowly kind of narrowing it down from there. Well, this is your Super Bowl. This is what you live for this weekend. I know you don't want to mess it up, so don't mess it up. Where'd you park this morning? I parked in the same old lot over there. The yellow? You got in the yellow lot? Yeah, yeah. Just told them, yeah, I, I'm still ready. Unbelievable. Oh, we're, we're on air. Excuse me? Oh, no, yeah, it's fine. The kitchen's that way. They have a media center hospitality right yeah. back that way. So donuts right over There's there. donuts and coffee there. There's actually like a restaurant that way. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. You no, know, no worries at all. Glad we're, talking we're to We're happy people. to have people on the air. I had a Justify jacket on. He must know Justify. I actually had somebody invite me yesterday to go meet Justify, so that'll be cool. Wow. Ashford Stud. You yeah. nervous? Make, yeah. Make sure uh, you get some well, chewing gum before I'm, you introduce yourself. I'm a little more nervous because American Pharaoh's there, too. They've got American oh, Pharaoh, wow. Justify, Epicenter. Do you They've think got they some talk smack to one of, Don't throw an Epicenter with those two. 
It's a good horse. It's bad taste. Yeah, but he's bad, not. It's bad taste. It's bad taste. <laughs> See, they've got a deep feet. They've got a very deep stallions group. They that that sounds cool. I wonder if American Pharaoh and Justify have a little rivalry. They, they should. Do you ever think like when they have their holiday party for all the the, the workers at what's it cool 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 Ch- bridge cool cool more farm cool more farm Ashford Stud. I think Chad Brown just waved at us. By the way, who's uh, Chad Brown? A uh, very good turf trainer. Oh, Hasn't geez, won the Derby. I he even won the pre- that. You didn't know anything, Scooch. I won. Uh, he won the Preakness last year with early voting. He won it previously with Cloud Computing, and a um, lot of people think Blazing Sevens has a shot because that it's Chad, one of his horses that he's sitting out the Derby to prepare for the Preakness. That Chad Brown. Yeah, that one. If you set a horse out for one of the other Triple Crown races, you are a loser. You are a Chad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, easy for me to say when I don't have hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars invested in these horses. Uh, that's cool that Chad Brown said said hello. I was going to make a hilarious joke. Oh, no, what I was going to say, do you ever think that they, like, at their holiday party or something, they ever get justified American Pharaoh to, like, sprint against one another? Oh, they get real like, drunk. Hey, and let's, like, like a... get them back at the end of the fence, and then we'll get the food out here, and then we'll see which one gets here fastest. Man, that, that would be great. It would be kind of cool. I will say, though, I, Stallions are such a... Uh, uh, Divas? Alphas, that I don't think... I don't even know if they'll let their paddocks have... Fences that meet because they might like literally butt heads with each other. Awesome, fight each other. Yeah, get some TV live streams out there. Dude, how great! Remember, like when like an eagle have a baby or something. Rash and I saw a bald eagle yesterday. No big deal. No big deal. But like when an eagle have a baby and they'll have the camera up there. Boom! Fences together. Justify an American Ooh. Pharaoh. I thought see what happens. You were gonna say, remember when Michael Phelps raced the the fake shark? Oh, that was cool. Yeah, too. we. That's what we need. We need to have. Similar, but with like real horses. So just a real race. Yeah, yeah. So n- nothing like the Michael Phelps situation. Maybe no. Oh, no riders either, though. No jockeys. Just like yeah, no. That's what I, yeah. I, I'm in on that. I just see who who's the fastest. Man, one of the more frustrating things is if you have a horse that throws its rider and it wins. Mm, like the, yeah. the horse can just win the race without a jockey telling it to do anything. And you now, won't get anything for that. It might have something to do with the, not having you know 100 pounds on its back. It could be. Yeah, yeah. Could be. I, I would say that that probably plays a role in it. Or uh, nothing worse than when it throws a rider and it just goes super fast and the other horses try to catch it and it blows up the pace. And I don't pretend to be a horse racing expert, but you know, like, there's some sleds and stuff where if you actually have more weight on it, it goes a little bit faster. It's true. It gets you a think, little momentum. Has anybody ever tried, like, a bigger guy on a horse before? Well, we could try. We can throw me on there. Let's see how that goes. Maybe the horse gets a little extra motivated to have a little giddy-up in its step. Just something to think about here on your Thurby morning. We have actual stuff to talk about. We've got actual news. We had a Cal Tucker tweet. Uh, Did which you see one? the Kyle Tucker tweet? Which one? I felt like there was uh, multiple Kyle Tucker tweets I saw yesterday. I was just talking about the one that set it all off, but I did see that he had some. He was responding to some folks and giving some hints and some tips. We will discuss that. We'll we'll get to the basketball side of things. Things have been kind of quiet in football, unless I've missed something. Nope. But basketball, not so quiet. Yeah. Yeah. We we will definitely get into that. As always, our text line. You text it in, we'll read it on air. 502-414-1450 is powered by Thornton's. Oh, man, I stopped in Thornton's yesterday and talked to my, my you know, because I'm a regular, mm-hmm. right, right yeah. up here. And uh, the Thornton's on 3rd Street, they're already, it, they're like the security staff at Churchill Downs. they got to prepare for the big leagues because um, folks are going to want to come in. They're going to want their programs. They're going to want their ice. They're going to want their beer. They're going to want their donuts. And Thornton's has it all. It might get a little chaotic. They're preparing, preparing for... All of the crazies 
to, to stop in, all of the, the people who might have been overserved trying to get some, some food in their bellies to save them. Uh, Thornton says it all. They got you covered. And they've got us covered on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450 is the number. Um, and speaking of numbers, I got some numbers today. Uh, oh, I'm telling Brooke. <laughs> I'm telling Brooke. In race two. <laughs> race number two. Here, you get that pulled up in a second. Hey, there's Haley. Hey, it's Haley Manel. Wow. And we can't we cannot repeat what she just wow. did on air. Wow. How are we? Good to see you. She goes and gives guys? Rouse a ginormous hug first. Yeah, suck oh, it, sorry. TJ. Now yeah. a pity yeah. hug yeah. second, but that's okay. that's okay. Uh, is, would you say your fascinator is fascinating? Here, Haley, um, you can I sit down if you'd no, like. No, I don't want to. That looks okay. like a really cold chair. Very chilly. Yeah. Very um, chilly chair. Look, I've been I standing. Think fascinating is an understatement for the absolute barnacle that I'm wearing on my head. <laughs> It does look like a particle. It is, I like it. I have it pinned and glued, and, like, it is – there's no moving for this thing on my head. How does one uh, – <laughs> we're big, dumb doofuses who don't need to get fascinators and, uh-huh. like, hair attire. And, you have to dress for – Consider one, though. Maybe hair plugs. You, you have to dress for TV, though. How, what's that process like, finding – it's got to be a pain in the ass, right? So some days it is and some days it's not. Tomorrow, my outfit is completely sponsored by Momily, so that's great. I just walk in there and they said, we've got you this pink dress, we've got you this pink headpiece, like, here's your outfit. And I'm like, awesome, great, perfect. But today's outfit was a, kind of a struggle. Um, the headpiece is by Scooter Ray, who's a good family Scoots. friend of mine. Scooter, uh, who works at the Dillard's on the Outer Loop. He is beautiful amazing perfect but the suit i was really just looking for an excuse to buy this i spotted it a while ago so (laughs) normally that's how derby week goes for me is it's some ridiculous outfit that i've been looking for an excuse to buy and then i'm like well i'll get it for derby and then i can find another use yeah perfect perfect so do you how how long are we going to be on television this weekend on whs okay so we're done for the day so we Already do. Done? We are done for the day. We do five to seven today and tomorrow, and then unfortunately on Saturday we have the coronation of the King of England. <laughs> so we don't have any Derby oh, coverage on Sunday. Wow, oh, Haley, how do you feel about that? Well, honestly, I thought that we already fought two wars about this. <laughs> like I did not think that we. Haley needed, is on fire this morning. I did not think that we needed to to have this coronation. Like we already fought two wars about not having to deal with England, and here, here we, we go. Are. They're taking over our Derby coverage on Saturday morning. So that kind of stinks, but um, that means that all of the WHS 11 personalities that normally have to work all day on Derby Day Ooh. get to come out to the track and have fun. So this might be a once-in-a-lifetime for most of us that normally have to work <laughs> on Derby morning to be able to sleep in, get ready, and come out to the track. That's going to be awesome. going to be a lot of fun. I know it's not all fun and games, but you've been out here several days getting to bet the ponies. we got to get your Derby pick, but your son has been the big winner out here. I am so mad at the way that this little... That was awesome. I literally wanted to cuss him up and down the street. So <laughs> we are in the paddock. We I had just tweeted out a picture. We just got here, having a good time, whatever. We're like right at the peak, checking it out. I'm explaining everything to him. First time at the track, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Norm Casey's standing next to us. And he's like, oh, I just saw your tweet. How you doing? It was a claims race, right? So Jackson is looking at the horses. He's trying to pick one out. And he's talking to Norm. And, and he said... I like the number three horse, and Norm was like, okay, you know, the odds were not great on the horse. Sure. And then I'm like, all right, Jackson, let's go bet this three horse. And Jackson said, no, I want a hot dog. So instead of 
putting down money on this horse to win. I spent $7 for a freaking hot dog. <laughs> and I was like, we could have bought five hot dogs with the amount of money we would have won on this race because I was betting five to win Ooh. on all of the horses nice, that Jackson nice. was picking. But, yeah, so, so we ended up winning that race, um, had a lot of fun. I was a little uh, apprehensive about bringing a four-year-old to the track, but it worked out in our favor. Especially this week. It can, you know, it's, it's not – like, I'll, I'll bring kids here all the time when there's not – 60,000 people that's when it gets a little bit crazy but you're you so you're a trooper uh, I'm sure Jackson appreciates your service but as CJ said we got to get your derby we got to get derby picks Haley okay so I'm not really I haven't like done a great job of like sitting down and really looking at it but right off the bat and I'm afraid I'm going to say a horse that's actually an Oaks horse because we've been talking about both of them this morning then we'll have your um, Oaks picks if that's Raging the case Raging Cajun that's, that's think, a derby that's, horse that's right an that's an Oaks, that's Oaks. Well, Raging Cajun is my Oaks horse love it um, my derby horse is probably going to be the Mott horse, uh, just you know, UK stand up. <laughs> so somebody said yesterday, there's a Bill Mott horse. I, I like the Bill Mott horse. I was like, does Bill Mott have a horse in the Derby? I don't know if I just think that horse is a bomb and didn't even know Bill Mott did. Uh, but we'll, we'll have, I'll do some quick number crunching on the Bill Mott. No, I'm pretty sure that the Bill Mott does have a horse in the Derby. I think it's the Rocket Rocket Can. Horse. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rocket oh, Can. No, no, no. Don't tell Ralph. Tell Ralph to suck it. You are not representing the University of Kentucky well by by. Casting stones at that horse. I like that horse. I like the number seven horse, uh, which is re. What is it? Reincarnate. 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 Christ, Jesus Christ, reincarnate. <laughs> yeah, I like the number seven horse. Um, and then I'll probably pick a Brad Cox horse because, like you know, five hundred two come up. We're all about we're all about the Louisville pride here, right? So. Oh, for sure. Uh, really, I'm just picking horses on vibes and colors alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we could sit here and talk all day long about the numbers, and it'll still be a random horse that wins. It is every year. On Tuesday, they had 502 Day out here, and they named the races of old Louisville staples. They had the Toy Tiger. They had Lynn's Paradise Cafe. Current Louisville setups, what should have a name of a race on 502 Day next year, which won't. Well, oh man, I, a few really dark ones popped into my head right oh, away. Okay. I'm not gonna go there. Um, maybe when we go to to commercial break, I'll give you guys a couple, <laughs> a couple of the the uh, backside nicknames for the races. I think something that uh, should have a name, and I'm gonna give a really quick plug right here, is uh, Good Morning Kentuckiana. Okay, yeah. absolutely. So, the name of our morning show on WHS 11. We can so get behind we that. Get the uh, GMK race. I would love to see the GMK race. Um, other than that. Maybe um, construction on seventy one. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Road closure. Uh, yeah. Construction on seventy one. Be the slowest oh, race no. in the history of horse racing. Yeah, Sherman mitten closures. Yep. Oh, that will do. Uh, that will do. Yeah. And then maybe. Um, man, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, I liked the names. I thought they were cute. It was like brewery. Kearns I Corners I mean, Chili. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people say Tiger, that. Toy mm-hmm. Tiger was a really good one. I liked that a lot. Yeah, the, the winner of the Phoenix Hill Tavern had to get a tetanus shot after the race. <laughs> Zing! Um, speaking of the Highlands, your, 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 boy, uh, your boyfriend, uh, Jack Harlow, how, how are things going with you two? Okay, I need him to go ahead and grow up and realize that it's me and him. I need for him to, like, when he looked me in the eyes yesterday, I just knew that he felt that spark. Um, I literally, when he looked me in the eyes, almost wet my bridges because I was just like, oh, my God, he looked at me in the face. He said hello to me. Like, I purposely positioned myself exactly where I did. I knew that was exactly where he was going to walk by. And I just wanted to stand close enough to him to um, see if he smells the way that he looks. Um, unfortunately, I did not get a good a good whiff of him, but hopefully we can uh, set something up in the future. How, how do we think he smells? 
Um, like, What's going on? Like um, cedar and patchouli <laughs> and maybe a little bit of like elderflower, maybe a little lily. Um, I think that he probably smells like a dainty, sweet angel who needs to be roughed up a little bit. <laughs> Haley Minogue, everybody. Oh, WHAS, one of the all-time Kentucky Roll Call interviews. It's great seeing you. <laughs> Oh, we're going to take a break on that. I think Alan Keck is going to be joining us a little bit later. Oh, uh, how could he top that? <laughs> we got to ask Alan Keck. tell us what Andy Bashir smells like. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. We got the boss man and his lovely family hanging out here, backside of Church and Downs. There's Tepatrice. A couple manual students, not in class, but what else is new? Yeah. We want to thank Haley Minogue for coming on. That was absolutely hilarious. All-timer. I was telling Scoots during the break, Roush, that was one of those instances, and TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen back in studio making sure we sound pretty. That was one of those instances that's like I'm rolling my eyes at Nick Roush. She's trying to leave. Don't ask a stupid question like what Jack Harlow smells like. But that's why you do what you do. Yeah, because you never know. Every once in a while it hits. You're like a 200 so, power hitter. Yeah. If you get a hold of it, it could be something Sometimes beautiful. you get Joey Finstow, um, <laughs> and other times you, you, you get what we just had in that last segment. So that was wonderful. Well, we haven't gotten to speak with Haley in a good bit, so it was fun that she came over here, said what's up, and uh, apparently a big Jack Harlow fan, it sounded like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the what Jack gave that away? Who, <laughs> Scoots was loving it too. He's telling us. Yeah, right. that was. I mean, that was fantastic. One of my favorite KRC moments. I, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel that way, Roush, about salsaritas. Oh man, the wildly addictive chips. The smell of the salsa, so good, so good. Tastes even better. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. You can not do same day catering for what it's worth. You're going to need to give them about 24 hours. But that, does, that means your Oaks and your Derby can be ready to rock and yeah. roll with the most delicious fresh Mexican food in all of Louisville. Two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. Make sure you download the app, and you can get all your Salsaritas goodies right then and there and have them waiting for you at the store when you arrive. Alan Keck may or may not be joining us. I think he's going to try, but parking down here is becoming an issue. An issue. I cannot yeah. believe you got the yellow spot. I don't know. I'm just kind of a. I paid a dude. Kind of a badass. I paid a dude. Just I was like, I'm. Are you parking cars here for today? He was like, Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to be here till like nine, nine thirty. Can I pay you a, a smaller fee? Like ten bucks. And, and yeah, yeah, it was ten bucks. I was like, Can I pay you ten bucks and just stay here? And he said, Yes. I did, but I also like walked a mile and a half to be. It ended up being further than I thought. 
you had to walk around the fence and everything, uh, the, the Joey fence, fence towel. Yeah. But, Roush, you just barged in like you own the place. I didn't want to risk it this year because every time I was leaving this week, they said, hey, starting Thursday, you got you're going to have to actually have a, a physical pass to get in here. Because in last year was when I kind of got into it with one of the parking guys. Because it was Thurby last year. I'd done the same stuff, and I just went in there like business as normal. And this guy's like screaming, people that don't have a pass can't park in here. And I was like, I've done it the last few days. And he was like, I don't care. And then I lied, and I was like, I've got a bunch of radio equipment. Can I please just go back here just so I can drop off the radio equipment? He's like, we're making no exceptions. So I, I wanted to avoid that this year. Right. And then last year when I was walking by him, like going into – check in get your media pass looked at he was like oh what happened to all your heavy radio equipment i was like yeah, yeah. a lot <laughs> yeah, i was just yeah. trying to lie obviously yep. and you caught me so here we go we're back at it at churchill downs backside i think some of the derby horses have made their way out onto oh, the yeah. streets saw reincarnate the uh tapatrice it's it's hard to identify the horses because there's people right in front of where their names are so, because ideally, I would like to see some of the oak sources, maybe get a get a closer look. But I do, uh, I do think I, I I know what I like in the oaks field. Okay, well, we'll save that maybe for a little bit later. Let's talk about the Hunter Dickinson tweets and Kyle Tucker and all that stuff from yesterday. Okay, let's do it. I'm going to. I think I'll be reacting maybe to Kyle for the first time. Wasn't was it the one about media pandering with like Hunter Dickinson updates? Is that 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 was the one that I thought was really cute because Kyle was trying to tell people what to how to do their jobs, which I thought that was really fun. Whoa, are you throwing some shade at Kyle Tucker? Kyle, just because you only write two stories a year doesn't mean that oh, other people oh. have to like uh, oh an update to the update. Like that's what this job is. People want updates. You you have to come up with them. That's how that's how media works. Oh, I like Kyle Tucker. I do too, and I like that he has. I, had, I, I would love to have his gig. He's a magazine writer. Like it's pretty cool, but that doesn't mean that uh, it's a bad thing that people are sharing Hunter Dickinson updates every other day when that's the most talked about college basketball story in college basketball. Right I'm going to be honest. I didn't even see what you're you're talking about. I was talking more about the tweet where he says Kentucky hunches Hunter Dickinson who I've heard was underwhelmed by the facilities, goes elsewhere. Oscar Shibway, after two more NBA workouts, quite possibly returns, and at least one other Wildcat hits the portal. Underwhelmed by the facilities is a bunch of load of crap. That, that is that, to him just what we talked about yesterday. UK. Literally what we talked about yeah. yesterday when it comes to like the nil situations. We lost out on this recruit because our, they just paid more. Yeah. This is a little politicking from UK staff. Yep. Hunter Dickinson was not he you know what? He may have been underwhelmed. But he'd by, still go here. By UK's facilities. If they, if they paid him up front, he would still go here. But it's a basketball court right next <laughs> to where you're going to be living. That's open 24-7 to students. It's really pretty nice, all things considered. I'm fine with making it better. I've been on Cal's side about that. But Hunter Dickinson ain't going to another college because UK's basketball facilities weren't yeah, up to snuff. That's, that's a load of bull crap. Um, what I do buy um, came from my boss that Jack has said, Often, that Kentucky's not in a nil promise. This is what we talked about yesterday. When you, when you, we heard that they were shopping around for a dollar amount, and you were asking me, "Am I worried?" And uh, frankly, I was a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Distracted, but you nailed it. Like Kentucky wasn't going to just be like, "All right, here's a two million dollar check," and they're going to give a giant check. They can take to the giant check store. I think there's a, a, a fair question about like, well, why not? Yeah, I, 
that's what I'm curious. At what point does that policy change? Because I understand early on you don't want to be beholden to people uh, in their nil stuff, especially when they've seeming to have some trouble with people who act like that. So they're trying to get right fits, and I get that. Like John Calipari's best attribute is personality juggling, and it's just more complicated with nil. True. And Giving the guarantees is, uh, I, I feel like, just a road they don't want to go down because it can make it just makes the juggling game so much more difficult. Don't you? And they may very well do this, and they probably do. They probably do. You don't land Dillingham, DJ Wagner, Bradshaw, Edwards. You don't land these guys unless you're wink, wink, kind of doing this. Yeah. But like, do it, but don't say it. Yes. For the players that you really, really want. Right. And maybe this is where, like, Bay- Baylor Shireman, we oh, knew last was. year. Horses loose on the track. All the alarms go off when a horse is loose. That's one Everybody of my favorite moments on, on the backside. Everybody side. keep your head on a swivel. It could come at any point in the backside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> really is quite alarming. I see what you yeah. did there. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I'll be here all week. All right. Uh, that was a severe. So it seems like the seems, it seems like momentum has shifted in Hunter Dickinson. If Kentucky ever really had momentum, I think that's probably fair to say. UK staff doesn't feel great about it. He's going to make his decision today, and I think that tweet we said when UK finds out it's not them, they're not shy to let other media folk know about it. Yep. It seemed like the media folk know it ain't going to be Kentucky. Sounds like it's going to be Kansas. Uh, Reaction, Roush, losing Hunter Dickinson. Are you mad? Do we get upset at Calipari? Do we have big concerns about next season? I'm going to love it. It's going to be the same people that weren't wild about Hunter Dickinson are going to be the loudest whiners and complainers <laughs> about this. That's so true. I, the way that it was going, are they just getting them all off the track now to be able to catch this horse? Or were they already planning on getting off? Interesting. Interesting here. Um, as Todd Pletcher takes his horses off. I... Um, it's quite the scene out here at Churchill Downs. Yeah, it really is. I feel like there's get a the horse corrallers out there. Yeah, just come on out, right? Where are the cowboys? You're fast cowgirls. Uh, but with Dickinson, first and foremost, <laughs> I thought it is hard to do live radio with all this commotion. But Rash, I, you're doing a great job. I buddy. thought I thought we were going to get uh, the announce, the Kevin Knox announcement, a la going into the infield tunnel. I thought that was the direction that this was trending. Um, now, without Dickinson possibly in the picture. Um, I never got too – I was always late to the Hunter Dickinson is this thing for real party. Um, I always thought there was a chance losing out on him. Would I like to have him? Yeah, he'd be fun. It'd be, I, well, I really wanted to have Hunter Dickinson for the villain aspect. Like, I love a good trash talker. I love uh, being the bad guy of college basketball. Um, but I, I, I will not be fretting if you, Kentucky loses out on Dickinson but keeps Oscar Sheepway. I agree. As long as you get another four or five, yes. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. If you with get it. Ron Holland and, and you or still, if you get Oscar Sheba. And Ron Holland cool. would, be, you know, we've done this at different times throughout this uh, off season where it's been would rank your preferences. If anything involving Ron Holland, I'm going to go ahead and move him to number one. Okay. Uh, over Hunter Dickinson, over Oscar Sheba. Uh, then you roll with Bradshaw and, and Uganda at the five, and then you let Ron Holland do his thing at the four, and I think you are absolutely rocking and rolling, and you're going to have a team that uh, very few are going to be able to play as hard as. Uh, be fun to watch if that happens. I don't think it's going to happen, though, with Ron Holland. Now it sounds like it's not going to happen with Hunter Dickinson. If you get Oscar Sheeway back, I would have rather had 
Hunter Dickinson. I think you would have been a better team with Hunter Dickinson. It's still the best rebounder in school history. Shucks. Yeah. Oh, if that, no. If that's what you got to roll with. Oh, you, no. You'll have to figure some stuff out defensively. You'll have plenty that you need to fix up on that end. But also, there is we Jeff Goodbum. Yep. Goobman. Goobman. While he's just totally wrong about UK not feeding the post, they feed the post too much. Yep. There is some truth. There may be some missed shots for rebounding. <laughs> there may be some missed shots <laughs> yeah, for rebounding. Yeah, and yeah. to have the all-time leading rebounder back there to clean up the glass for those missed shots from your talented guards as they figure things out, that wouldn't be the worst fit in the world. Nope. You just got to have one more player. Yeah. And I think you got even if Hunter Dickinson goes, even if Ron Holland goes, I still think you've got some options, some intriguing options. Now we got to talk about the other part of this tweet. Oh, there was another tweet. Who, who's transferring? Which was uh, scoop. Nobody is hearing who's, anything of consequence. He'll who, announce at some point. Who's going to be leaving? The rest is just guessing and making nothing burgers into a meal. I love that that Kyle making nothing burgers into a meal. Let me see it. That's, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Scoop, nobody's hearing anything of the consequences. We'll announce at some point. We'll know the rest is just guessing and making nothing burgers into a meal. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that just because, like, there is a possibility that other people have heard pieces of information that you have not heard. Mm-hmm. Which is why I don't like when any media member does, like, says nobody knows. And sometimes they just do it to, like, lump in. They're being hyperbolic, and they know it, and that's okay because we do that too much in society. Mm -hmm. But that is – it's a little naive to think that there is a chance that there may not be. I think Kyle's – and I like Kyle, but I think his overall sentiment is probably UK staff is confused by all this. So if they're confused by this, then everybody else has to be a little confused by this. But that doesn't mean that somebody else may not have a relationship with Hunter Dickinson where they know where he's tipped off or with Oscar Shibway or you know, other people may have more personal relationships not necessarily associated with UK staff. But Kyle is very close to the staff and what he is saying is coming from Mm -hmm. the staff more times than not. A lot of staff talk here on Kentucky Roll Call this morning. But you also have to realize that's what they want out there. Yes. And we've talked about that. Um, but the, the other part of his tweet, like you said, Oscar Shibway returns after two or three more workouts, and quite possibly one more player hits the portal. He quote tweeted somebody and said it would not be a do, which people forget about a do Thiero. Um, I love seeing I do, off-season pictures of him where he's looking very tall and large. Uh, those are always good. The So, so who, who do we – I mean, immediately our minds go to Lance, right? But also, Lance has been here this long. Why would he How go? about Lance? I, yeah, I agree and with you. What would you. be the point of him and leaving? And he's, like, he's got all of his best friends on the team, too. And I'm not going to be heartbroken or really care if Lance Ware were to leave. Oh, no. We got another, another source. Everybody Get head on a swivel. Goodness gracious. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Jeez, OP, Thurby, and we're going to start like this? <sighs> wild, wild, wild Unbelievable. Stuff. I, so I don't care if Lance Ware were to leave, but but why would he? Nice, pe- nice piece for the locker room, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't. I, I Friendly, just, with, you know, he likes the staff. Like he, he is. If things get a little rocky, I think Lance Ware could calm, smooth the waters. I mean, Cal has kept him around to keep these Camden kids in, and he would leave as soon as they get here. That just doesn't. Add that being up. said, it could just be a situation where Lance is like, I know, I'm not getting like any minutes really like i'll be getting pity minutes i'll be getting blowout minutes maybe i just go to a non power five conference and i'm the starting five and average eight and eight maybe goes to louisville hey oh did y'all how did y'all celebrate kenny Payne day uh 
I just celebrated Danilo Jovanovic. Oh. Uh, who? The, ne- the next big thing. Gazuntai. You always know it's a good addition to the roster when people are wondering if it's a scholarship player or a walk-on. And that's what UofL did. Mm-hmm. With, and he is a scholarship player, correct? I believe he was a walk-on at Miami and is a scholarship player at the University Wow, what of a come-up. That's huge. Final four walk-on to That's what I've been told. conference tournament scholarship player. You boys player, aren't maybe. old enough to look at this cigar. I'll put yeah. that away for you. Maybe uh, when you're older. We've got P. Diddy from the city on the mic. We've got intern Patrick. Nobody that, tell Mike and Trevor they're going to be mad about you all stealing another intern. Patrick, uh, that, if well, that's what we do. Patrick, if you're there, you might as well produce on site. Yeah. Exactly. So put put him to put work. Your, put that yourself actually, to work. I I Show turned on got. I, I turned on my mic. Hey, yeah, that's so a good it. start. Wow. You know, if Scoots ever leaves us, you're probably going to be producing for us in a pinch. Yeah. yeah, I know. The uh. You think you're ready for the big leagues? I mean, I I I run the board for live games. How soon time. do you think you could be ready? Whoa! <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Whoa! Scoots from the clouds. <laughs> Scoots, would, Scoots would leave us in the blink of an eye. <laughs> for the I chance to, sli- I get to, sli- for I get to sleep in? Yeah, for the oh, chance to sleep until 8. Come on. Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, update. Roush, oh. I have an update. Oh. I also have an update. <laughs> All right, well, who's first? You uh, go ahead, Scoots. Scoots. I golfed yesterday. Whoa! All right, uh, final Th- score. Thanks for the invite. I uh, I played nine holes. I, the bats game was super fast, so I had plenty of time. I was like, let me go. My my goal was to play eighteen, but I figured I better cut it off after nine. I didn't want to didn't want to push it, so I didn't play great. Um, but I shot a, I shot a forty eight, so I, w- I was I was okay. Well, with that. I did uh, have a birdie, and listen to this, boys. You all are not gonna believe me. My career-long drive coming into that round yesterday was 298 yards. I, of course, you'd know that off the top of your head. Downhill. I <laughs> was 17 <laughs> yards, 17 yards away from the pin on a 365-yard hole. So you're saying you hit a ball 340 yards? What did it hit off of? Um, that's the thing. I cart guess path? I guess it must have got a kick off the cart path. But I mean, it was the <laughs> it, I hit the ball exactly how I wanted to. It had to go to the left of a tree, and I hit it right to the left of the tree, which is where the cart path is. So I think it probably got a cart path kick. But my my estimation was that I drove that ball 348 yards. I felt like Rory McIlroy. Did uh did you so did you par? Bogey the hole? Uh, I actually birdied, so you could suck it. I, I poked my chip ah. nice up there close, and I was able to tap in for birdie. So it, it was great. It, it salvaged well, the round what was a really bad round all in all. Scoots, I'm not going to make any jokes or anything. Well done, buddy. Thank you. Proud of you. I was just happy to um, get out there. It was, it was really nice. My update um, is from uh, a friend of the program. Johnny Walker says he posted a beating Scoot score yesterday. 98. Well, that would have been a losing score. Well, he had 48 times two is 96. Close. And I played really. Well, no, no, I was picking up. You know, Scoots takes. You know, he takes breakfast balls. You know, yeah, I haven't played in months. I'll take another shot. I I took. So he had 46 with two mulligans. I took like no. I took one mulligan, and I did not take two off the first tee because my first one was beautiful. And I took three prove it shots, but I don't play that ball. It's just a prove it shot. What the hell is a prove it shot? It's like a you got to prove to yourself that you can hit that shot after you hit a not one that you wanted to hit. You know. 
But I never play yeah, that yeah. ball. It's just well, my prove it shot. To prove it to myself really that I can to do it. Play in golf. We need to make it happen. Let's head on over to the Thornton sex line here. Just do some live texts into the show. We'll oh, get to the ones from earlier a little bit. Uh, Texter says, I know it's doubtful, but do you all know any place locally that still has programs for Oaks and Derby? Good old Thornton's on Southern was picked clean. Yeah, our place Liquors has them. I know that for sure. Yeah, so that, that Thornton's does go quickly. The Circle K that's nearby typically has some. Um, but like I said yesterday, if you can deal, it's not as fun doing it online, uh, but Twin Spires has all past programs. If you want to handicap at home, uh, all you got to do is just bet on the races that day. I don't know how much Twin Spires is paying Roush, but I want in on it. And I, I hate Twin Spires too, by the way. Like, I, it's the worst oh, interface. It's not good for um, your endorsement deals. Well, well they weren't going to give me any endorsement deals anyway. Uh, TVG has the best interface, but uh, also TVG went down last year. You know, so like you gotta you gotta diversify that portfolio. What are you boys doing for Derby this year? We'll be here backside. Oh, you're hanging out. You always do backside, yeah, right? Always, yeah. yeah, it's a good always. setup. Good to have some tradition. Always fun. Uh, Texter says, forget what Scoot says. Haley Minogue is the foxiest newscaster in the city. That was a Texter saying that. Mm, Disagree. Wow. Scoots hates our Respectfully disagree. She's a looker. Uh, Haley's a looker. I'll give her that. Uh, This isn't isn't oink oink radio. What was the word? Foxiest. Foxiest was the word. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that how the the kids talk these days? No, uh, yeah, haven't heard that one. Yeah, you're macking <laughs> on the foxy ladies at J Mall. No, 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 no. That's no not what you. Goes to J-Mall the kids get donuts, but the talent doesn't. No, that's where that's where. Mm. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. J Mall. No, that's very nice of you. I'm just joking. So what 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 are, what are the youths doing these days? What's what's the uh, hang? Uh, I don't really know. I say. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the Ryan basement. Yeah, the Ryan Actually, basement. that that would be a good hang. Yeah, it's pretty good. Spot. Going to the Ryan. The basement. basement they hang out with is the basement they get away with the most in. How do you all feel about that? Exactly. <laughs> 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 you don't have a sergeant Shipley. No sergeant Shipley there. Sergeant Shipley. Absolutely. A texter says, "Epic KRC Haley needs to be the repeat guest with describing people's smells." <laughs> How do people smell with Haley Minogue? (laughs) I don't know if you all heard that or not, Uh, but we had an all-time audio clip from Haley Minogue describing how Jack Harlow smells. Oh, man. Yeah, that's got to be a rejoin, by the way, Scoots. Let's clip that. Oh, yeah. I already told TJ that that will be a rejoin for sure. (laughs) But, like, by Monday. Oh, man, that was very funny. Another good-looking vest from that fella. Everybody's feeling festive this morning. <laughs> a texter says, I think the Dickinson stuff just means Oscar's returning. Maybe Oscar told them last night, and Dickinson's moving on. I, 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 I don't think that. You, I think Dickinson did get to kind of choose what he wanted. I don't think it was dependent on anybody. Really, the thing that we the, – the, the Kansas aspect of it, like, it was – you had all of the Goodmans all about Kansas, right? You had uh, – they are definitely willing to play ball with the money. And doesn't it feel like Kansas always gets, like, some random dude that's really good at this stage in the recruiting cycle? I, I, I feel like that's a regular occurrence. Well, right I, now, I don't think Kansas's roster is really all that in a bag of chips. Like, they, they still need some help, so I get why they're throwing out – They're desperate, yeah. A, a huge numbers. Which like I think that's why Louisville fans are worried about El McKenzie and Baco. Uh, Saying, "Oh, I could be needed for a good coach at Kansas." He did or announce that he is visiting U of L. They were pretty nervous about that. Yeah, are, are you nervous about McKenzie and Baco? Um, yeah, I'm nervous about everything U of L basketball. Yeah, because it's kind I'm of completely honest with you. It's kind of hot dog water right now. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Yep. Texter, I'll just say I do think Hunter Dickinson had first 
pecking order in choosing. I don't think it was necessarily Oscar scared him away. But it would be it would soften the blow if Hunter Dickinson picks Kansas today and then tomorrow you announce a big return. Although it doesn't sound like that's going to be the case. As no. Kyle Tucker indicated he's going to keep doing NBA workouts and whatnot. Uh, we got John. John here. Hey, good, good morning. morning to everyone. Man, Derby Week is awesome. I do like watching and betting on the ponies. I would say the Derby race that got my attention for watching and being on horse racing was in 2009 when the horse named Mind That Bird and jockey Calvin Borrell had a magical race in the Derby. That Derby caught the eye of the world, in my opinion. Tell me, is there one race that is a big memory for you in horse racing? We'll got to go talk to you later. Bar- Mind That Bird. Barbaro for me. Because he, oh, it's well, I, I want I want to exacta on it. Five hundred eighty-seven dollar exacta. Barbaro and Bluegrass Cat came one two. So that's the Derby for me. That's most memorable. Uh, Jeff Bacoro, ladies and gentlemen, uh, voice of UK. Right. We I talked to Tom Leach yesterday. Now we get Jeff Bacoro. Jeff, um, can I just let you know that your giggles accompany the greatest moments in Kentucky football history, and we thank you for it. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, the, the the Missouri touchdown is a personal favorite. It's on our show intro. It actually is on the show intro. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I like the way that you interrupted Tom Leach. Yeah. Well, he wasn't going to call it. <laughs> when they broke out of the huddle, it was pretty easy to see where they were going, and I knew all he had to do was throw it there, and it was going to be a touchdown. And, Tom had to wait for the signal. I didn't didn't think they were going to the short side of the field on that because if it wasn't there, just incompletion game over. Yeah, but it was such a mismatch. When when you come out of the huddle and and you're trying to – what you're looking for as a quarterback is you're trying to find that one mismatch. And C.J. Conrad on an inside corner, I mean, game over. Plus he was playing into the inside, so they gave him the whole outside. That's why you're the expert. Yeah, yeah. How, how excited are we about the having William Cohen back uh, and the Devin Leary experience? Devin Leary experience in 2023. I'm pretty excited. I'm more excited about the, the, the offensive lineman they put in because, you know, you could have a good quarterback if you've got a great offensive line. You've got a really, really good quarterback, maybe even a great quarterback, but you also have now a, a, a pretty stout line. And I know they're, they're still looking for one more they'd like to fill to, to get a backup role. You're set it everywhere else. They're really deep at receiver. They're really deep at running back. And uh, I, I like Leary. He's he's a different quarterback than Levis was. Um, he doesn't quite have the arm strength, mm-hmm. but he knows where the ball's going pre-snap, and and that's key. And and he puts the ball right on the money. He throws a very – and I know people say, what is a catchable pass? But he throws a, a really easy ball to catch. Uh, he would have seen C.J. Conrad on the short side of the field and known that he was ready to go. Uh Favorite favorite game in the booth with the UK Sports Network? Do you have one? Wow. Um, that one's pretty good because they were out of it. And Lynn Bowden, you know, went up and said, mm-hmm. let me return the punt. I'll take it back. So that was a pretty good one. Um, anyone over Tennessee is a good one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Need more of them. I, I, you know what? It, it's kind of hard to pass up the Louisville game a couple years ago when Levis, the first year when he had four touchdowns, Man. just because it was such a thorough victory in that game. So that, that one was pretty good. But uh, – you know, any game in the SEC when you're on the road is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. And to win on the road in the SEC is, is pretty remarkable. I mean, I, the Georgia win was fantastic. Um, you know, maybe they can knock off Alabama this year. We'll see. Well, we want Bama. Let's get a derby pick. Let Jeff get out of here. We appreciate his time. Uh, it, it, it's going to be awful. You know, obviously it's going to be tough to, to beat the favorite. Forte look, has looked really well. He's trained well. But I, I tell you the one that I'm using in my exotics is, is – uh, 
is um, the, the Japanese horse. Oh, um, I, I, Yeah, I like or Contour. I really Contour. like what he's done, and, and it looks like he likes the track, and that's the key. I mean, there's horses that have come here, Snow Chief, others that just can't run on this surface. But he's he's gone over it well. Um, he's trained well coming up to this race, and uh, again, you just don't know what you have in those, so it's pretty wide open. In, in Angel of Empire is another a really nice horse. But, uh, you know, I know you're throwing out a lot of the favorites, but I'm using that Japanese horse. I'm going to key him in, in a lot of the different exactas. All right. Jeff Okoro, thank you for joining us. Thank you, us. Jeff. This was awesome. Really appreciate you stopping by. Be well, buddy. UK Sports Network, ABC 36 in Lexington. This is why you like doing radio on the backside of, of the Churchill best. Downs. Yeah. In the shadows of the Twin oh. Fires, of course. Uh, we need to take our break, and then we're going to have Alan Keck great, on. Two great, wow. two great guests on this. I feel, no I big mean, deal. When did we get guests? When did we become a real radio show? This is awesome. Yeah, new, so I'm wondering the same stuff myself. We're official. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. So, uh, hopefully yes. that works. I Have am on the way. Scoots? On the way. Okay. All right, we're going to start hour number two. He's been waiting here, hanging out, talking with us during the break. Running for governor of Kentucky, Alan Keck, which joins Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. How are you, Alan? Oh, it's what a, what a day. How could you not be amazing on the backside here at Churchill and uh, the weather we got? So thanks for having me today. You're relatively – you said this is your first time in the backside? It, it is, yes, sir. Probably won't be your last, I'm guessing. I hope not. Yeah. There's a lot of mingling. There's a ton of people back here and just the atmosphere, too, with the horses. It's funny. you got a little bit of everything. you got us working, doing radio, working. <laughs> You've got other people that are working and checking out the horses and trying to get their picks. They watch the workouts. They want to see how the horses look, how they respond. If the horse doesn't look good in the morning, Roush, it's not going to look good at any point during the entire day. And then you also have people out here kind of just building relationships, talking and, and, and hanging out and just getting the, the derby atmosphere. Back slapping, maybe. You're not from – Roush and I also grew up in Louisville. He grew up about two miles from here. Uh, I'm a little bit further away. What does the Kentucky Derby mean to people outside of Louisville? Well, it's still Kentucky's, you know, showpiece, right? It's the one day that the whole world's looking at us. And, you know, they, maybe they're not laughing or giggling or telling some stupid joke. Yeah, They've I mean, got their eyes on us to something we can be really proud of. So, you know, I, I think it's a day that, that even people in Somerset across Kentucky are looking forward to. Uh, if you don't get a little teary-eyed when my old Kentucky home comes on, you know, I say you're probably not from here. Yeah. And uh, it's a special day, no doubt. There's no better moment, I think, than when they play my old Kentucky home at Churchill Downs on the first Saturday in May. What's new in Somerset? You know, we're rocking pretty good right now. Yeah. You know, we've, we've put a lot of effort into a revitalized downtown. You know, one of the things I'm really proud of is trying to, to like, reinstill the pride in our community. Because across Kentucky, you know, we haven't really grown in a long time. We're not thriving like some other states. And I think since we're a rural state, you know, outside of Louisville, it's got to be bit by bit, community by community. And so uh, we recruited a distillery to town. I thought nice. that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, leveraging, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Lake Cumberland or not. Absolutely. Hell yeah. You know, Lake Cumberland, 4 million visitors a year. So my vision was why in the world do we not marry lake tourism with bourbonism? 
and kind of mesh them. And yeah. so Perfect sense. my first year, we landed a group called Horse Soldier Bourbon. Actually, yeah, there you go, kind of applicable today. <laughs> all ties together one way or another. But, uh, it all comes back yeah. to horses and bourbon. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Awesome group of uh, their Green Berets. If you ever saw the movie 12 Strong. Oh, wow. Uh, the first fighters into Afghanistan after 9-11, when they all retired, they said, let's get the band back together and start making some whiskey. And so they start making bourbon, and I cold called pitched them, and now they're building a couple hundred million dollar facility in my community. That's Pretty cool. really cool. That's great, and that's what I, I I'm there. I think for just the average normal voter, there's a fine line between career politician versus well, I want somebody that's shown that they can they they're successful. At career some politician point. versus public service. And you have it seems like yeah. what you've done in Somerset means if you can do it there probably ready for the the big leagues and and that's why you're running for governor i imagine i, I, I appreciate all those comments you know it's funny people come up man i just don't like politicians i'm like yeah. cool me either i'm a business <laughs> i'm a businessman with a call to service yeah. Yeah. you know i don't yeah. mind that uh, i think being mayor has given me a lot of uh, a training for sure mm-hmm. you know we deal with the exact same things that you'll deal with as governor public safety infrastructure economic development tourism mm-hmm. dealing with the legislative body it's just smaller uh, but I think it's, it is requisite experience, but done with the intent to transform my hometown. I didn't need a job. I took a huge pay cut. Actually, the pay cut sucked uh, <laughs> to be the mayor. You know, my wife had to go back to work. I mean, look, we're, we're still blessed. I don't mean to – it's not woe is me. Sure. But it was, it was sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, less time away from my kids. And some people ask, what are you going to do if you lose? I'm like, uh, have more money, more free time, and less stress. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's okay. Right. Uh, nobody should be doing a lot better in government than they were out of government. We're talking with Alan Keck. He is mayor of Somerset. He's running for governor of Kentucky, and he is with Kentucky Roll Call. I've got one serious question, yes, sir. and then we're going to have fun. Roush, just let me have one. Uh, yeah, have your serious it, question. I've got a n- kind of not serious question. That's, that's yes. what we want more of. Yes. We're going to talk sports. You're a big sports guy yep. yourself, so we'll, we'll talk cats, and we'll talk basketball and football and whatever else. But it's been in the news now for about a week, but the – the report on Eastern Kentucky and flooding down there and how it seemed like it was an absolute disaster in yep. the cleanup and paying a Florida-based company $157 million to come and do a poor job of that. I feel like Eastern Kentuckians, <clears throat> from what I've seen and over the course of history, have always just had nobody looking out for them. And this is somewhat disgraceful. How, how would you make it right to Eastern Kentuckians? I know it's a loaded question and not one that you could easily answer, but that, some injustice was done down there, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could use the word, I keep thinking about the word disgusting, mm-hmm. really. And, and that's with the fact that there were hundreds, if not thousands, of folks that sent equipment and or man hours to help. I mean, imagine the, the cumulative amount of volunteer hours that were there, and it was still what you're talking about so our show donated money not a lot of money <laughs> but our show if we all the proceeds from our golf scramble went to the folks of eastern awesome. Kentucky. Well, thank yeah. you all for doing that yeah not much like i said but every bit helps down there but then you hear about all this stuff and it's like well did it did it help right yeah you know it, it's a, it's an area that i think i can speak to uniquely i, I still i consider myself from east kentucky mm-hmm. yeah. you know pulaski county's not technically the mountains foothills yeah, yeah. foothills appalachia that's yeah, what i there say you go. but we share a congressman we're in the same fifth district i'm there a lot and, uh, you know, we played ball over there a lot growing sure. up. And, you know, heck, YMT, Mountain News. Like, you know, that's yeah. my old footage of me 
being a little slow, you know, step slow and not jumping high enough. <laughs> I, I think what we've got to do is we've got to start thinking East Kentucky a little differently, you know, leaning into what makes it special, which is the people and the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, tourism could be a, a, a really a mecca there because outdoor recreation should be king. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've also got to start thinking about the next disaster now. Yeah. You know, it's not if, it's when. And I don't want to demonize folks that choose to stay. I'm so sick of people telling them they're an abandoner if they leave for opportunity. No, that's celebrate. If you're going to Kentucky for opportunity and you want to stay in the Commonwealth, celebrate it. If you want to stay and dig your heels in and, and build something, that should be celebrated. Yeah. But accordingly, we need to plan for the next one. You know, temporary housing, uh, that, that needs to be starting to be built now. I think there's some discussion of that, but we need to ramp it up. Uh, because nobody should be abandoned if, uh, you know, God forbid the next natural disaster comes. Absolutely. All right, there's a serious question. Great great answer. I like hearing that. we got to keep out our eye out for our Eastern Kentuckians. Amen. Uh, Alan, I'm curious. I, when I think of running for governor, I think of the old school. Uh, you've got your, your pins, right? You're, you're going in the parades. Um, you're waving the signs. What, what about campaigning and running for governor uh, what side of it is something, maybe a misconception that we don't know that is difficult about this this task at hand? Well, you know, I pictured a lot of that. I think the biggest thing is, and and I've been fortunate. You know, we've done we've done KSR. Now we're doing roll call, and I've been on TV twenty times. Mm-hmm. And I can still walk most places in Kentucky, and nobody knows who I am. <laughs> and so when you think, you know, here here I am running for governor. I'll just tell you, I had to bait the security girl into letting me in this joint, <laughs> and then I literally walked from there to here and unabated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so there, there are times where, but at the same time, you know, you walk into Malone's and you might get interrupted four times. So mm-hmm. there's that, that's that's kind of a little bit interesting uh i'll tell you one of my favorite parts you know i've I've been the guy i call it radical authenticity and transparency so i'll answer any question i appreciate that i've never ducked one we've answered over 1200 but the cool thing is i think you all deserve to know where i stand on anything that's important to you kentuckians Mm -hmm. so you can ask anything but what i also share is i love answering because then i learn what's important to you you know, you, you figure out what people care about based on what they ask. I really appreciate that because we've been doing this show now for five years. See it to uh, Dugan and his boys, our boss. Um, they, one thing that we've done every show is we read every text message. Yeah, because doesn't matter what it is. Oh, well, we say dumb stuff, and we're wrong all the time, and we want people to be able to call us out on it. And I feel like there's a lot of shows where the bad stuff, because I've listened to podcasts where I'm screaming, like, you're wrong about this, you're wrong about this, but they won't take the time of day to address it, and they'll never know, and they'll move on. So we read every text message, the good, the bad, and we get a lot of bad text messages. Not necessarily <laughs> about us. They're just not like, like they're just silly text messages. But yeah. we read them, we get through them. So I appreciate your approach to answering it any and all questions you're an open book so what do you, what do you think the the constituents your constituents what do you think they care about most man you said that so perfectly country that i didn't even understand you yeah <laughs> i'll tell you the thing i think i hear about the most right now is the the struggle with workforce you know and yeah. i hate to just start dropping statistics at 8 a.m but we've got over 40 percent of kentuckians are not working that could be working that's almost that, that like, almost sounds made up. I just don't 40, even. So you're talking if you've got ten just random Kentuckians in a room, able body workers, four of them. Yep. Just, We've been as low as 49th in America in workforce participation. It's tragic. Yeah. Of course, who that affects is the guy that is showing up, the gal that is showing up. Then that means their coworkers not coming to work, mm-hmm. and they're doing the job of two yeah. and still paid like and, one. And they're getting and exhausted. And it's crushing and, our economy. Yeah, yeah. It's how crushing. long has it? How long has it been that bad? Uh, years. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it is a it is a long term problem. COVID exacerbated it, 
but also I think we, you know, had some policies that contributed to that. We paid people to stay home longer than almost any state around us. And when you create those bad habits, well, you get bad habits. Yeah. And so then you've got to find an incentive or a way to get people back. So we're talking about things like taking care of the working poor instead of those unwilling to work. Common sense policies that will help the average Kentuckian. Yeah. You know, uh, that's what I'm after. Rewarding people who show up to work. It's uh, weird. Right? What a freaking concept. You know, you would think <laughs> – Growing up, our generation, our parents for sure, you know, the paycheck was the reward. That's why you showed up. Like, you had to have money. Mm-hmm. But now you make 12 or 13 bucks an hour sitting at the house. Yeah. And so there's got to be some nuance and some yeah. tweaks. But th- I hear about that one a lot. Um, I think Kentuckians are sick of getting their butts kicked, man. You know, like, we're, you all are sports guys. Yeah. And we would not tolerate what's happening in life on the hardwood or on the gridiron. Mm-hmm. We just wouldn't, yeah. you know, as Kentuckians. But we get our butts kicked from Tennessee, Indiana, Ohio nonstop and – and things like workforce and healthcare outcomes and median income. And I've said I'm sick of it. Let's do better. I love Louisville, but growing up, I'm 32 now. When I was a kid, Nashville, Cincy, Indy, they were bigger and had a little bit more going on than Louisville, but it wasn't. It wasn't what Nashville It wasn't like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nashville yeah. has turned into basically New Orleans north. Indianapolis continues to grow, and I'm impressed by their downtown more and more each and every time I go there. And Cincinnati, is they've got an MLS soccer team now, a new stadium. They're always growing. Uh, it, it is. It just does seem like. It should be a top 20 American city. Kentucky desperately needs a strong Louisville. You know, the the economic input or output in Louisville is as much as the next 17 cities combined. We have to have a strong Louisville. And, you know, coming from two and a half hours away, Mm -hmm. it is crazy. Yeah. We, um, you know, sometimes it's Louisville and everybody else. And I think some of the live in Louisville, it's like Louisville. It gets a little. We can't have any. They butt butt heads. Yeah, Yeah. you're you're not wrong about that. Roush and I see it every single day. He'll answer any question. Alan Keck, who's been more successful during their time at UK, Mark Stoops or John Calipari? Oh, Cal's got a title in three Final Fours. I mean, to me, success is still about winning. If you look, though, who has maximized their opportunity more? I mean, look, I think I could have coached the 2012 team. <laughs> now, I probably couldn't have recruited him. I mean, sure. Cal's still a G, right? So, yeah. he got him on campus. Yeah. I would say, like, politics. You know, raising money is kind of like recruiting. It sucks. Everybody complains about it, and it's uh-huh. hard. But the guys that can't do it end up losing. It's, you know, maybe that's wow, why I, that's won't, good, that's why I won't win because I don't have $10 bucks or whatever. Uh, so, I guess it depends on what your metric is. Um, you know, Stoops has turned a program around and turned it into a little bit of a brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the fact that now we're talking about competing with the, the true blue bloods for talent mm-hmm. in football is sure. something that um, I don't know that I ever thought would happen. And then just treating Louisville, no, if I, you know, look, they're beating them up like a doormat. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that that would happen. We want a strong Louisville, but not their football team. <laughs> well, here's what I would say. No, I want a 10-win Louisville. And then it, lose to – Well, sure, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's when it's at its best. Well, that, I loved it when Louisville was playing for Orange Bowls. Oh, yeah. man, when they when – yeah. I mean, to your point, though, the Lamar win is still one of the <laughs> sweetest wins. <laughs> he saw my face when he said he liked when Louisville was winning Orange Bowls. <laughs> yeah. I think Terry just threw up. Yeah, well, it wasn't crazy about that, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Um, anything else for Alan Keck? No, this Hunter is Hunter Dickinson today. Uh, what's it call? Sounds like Kansas, unfortunately. Kansas. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd heard Kentucky looked uh, not likely, but I hadn't heard the Kansas. Would you rather have Hunter Dickinson or Oscar Sheboy? You want another year Sheboy at UK? Yeah, I think so. Here's what I say though: is you want guys that that are hungry to go play. Mm-hmm. I don't. Kentucky should never have to beg somebody to come. You know what I mean? And yeah. so. 
I heard he was complaining about the facilities. Hunter Dickinson? Yeah, where does he, where does he stay at, a Four Seasons? I think there's a little <laughs> politicking going on from U.K. staff. They uh-huh. want new facilities. So when they're not going to get somebody, I feel like they're kind of leaking, like, oh, the reason we didn't get them. Well, I think at some point that shit, sorry, that stuff has to stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you go to college and all of a sudden you live in, a, in an area that's like 10x the quality of life you're going to have when you leave college. Yeah. Right. I know athletics is a big yeah, deal, but at some is. point, like, it's, it's it getting is, out of hand. It is funny, though, because the facilities facilities that aren't up to snuff are infinitely better than anything we ever lived in in college. I mean, you, my dorm days, I saw I played at Western for a year. I know we got to go, but, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in the dorm days where you had to put flip-flops on to go take a leak. Yeah, yeah. That was the mine, Blanding yeah. 4 at UK, and it's no longer you know, there. And now it's like they're upset if they have to share with four. <laughs> what are your, one final question, your thoughts on the craft center at UK? Yeah, I think it's Time amazing. to be replaced. Joe and Kelly have done an incredible <laughs> job of donating money to UK facilities sure. and sports. Look, both of them have been kind to me. Uh-huh. Uh, last thing I'll say is I got 11 people running. I don't view them as opponents, yeah. just people applying for the same job as me. So, oh. God, Godspeed to all of them. I'm going to try to win. Uh, but, Classy answer. You know, we'll, uh, we'll just keep pushing. Well, who's like going to win the Derby? Oh, they got to have that question. Hey, you know, there's a lot of symbolism in Tappet Trice. If you haven't taken a look, go look at him in Tampa. Uh, kind of, you know, comes out of nowhere and chases down some favorites. You never know what can happen. Okay. All right. Alan Keck, the Republican primary, just a couple of weeks away, right? Yeah, 12 days or something. Somerset native. You know are, you, uh, are you, were you a briar jumper? I'm a jumper. Okay. Uh, for the record, Great Louisville my wife is from here. Okay. Tiffany grew up in Louisville, went to Louisville Southern. Okay. Um, so I got a little, little, little Phil's in Louisville. my family. Yeah, I got the yeah. Phil Sims poster at Southern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, but yeah, I'm a jumper. Best, and the best looking football field in the state, bar none. Oh, it's pretty great, TJ. Have you seen it? They got like a giant purple track. Really not, cool. I don't know if I have and, seen it. And Somerset Stadium is like 100 years old or yeah. something like it's, that. It's, it's very mi- cool. It's mixed green, light green, dark green, okay. staggered with uh, tons of purple and gold. It's, nice. it's very cool. Nice. I'll and, to, and a bunny I'll rabbit to, jumping. I, I would, have, I would love <laughs> to great. check it out. Okay, Alan, we really appreciate your time. Thank you. Good luck with everything. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Or is it break time? Well, the thing is, I guess Scoots has to be here, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, that's right. So well, we just we, keep talking. We maybe yeah. will have to keep going. We can always go to the Thornton's text line. we got to tell people about yeah. Shady Rays. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, that was cool. Shady Rays. Roush has them on his face. I've yeah. got them right here. You're going to have well Shady Rays may on. as well put mine on. Alan's looking for his uh, Shady Rays. Uh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you much. All right. Good this stuff. Very cool. Appreciate it. What, Shady Rays, 25% off with promo code BIGX. They have a really impressive website. Highly recommend you checking it out. They've got shades for each and every occasion. Running, fishing, golfing. Oh, uh, skiing. They do. They do. Um, Infielding. Infielding. Yeah, that's for this weekend. Uh, Roush was telling me that he's gonna he's gonna be taking two pairs of Shady Rays into. The track, just in case one gets lost or broken. Oh, you gotta be. That's why they've got their. Re- that's why they've got their replacement pair. Promise. ShadyRays.com promo code Big X for twenty five percent off. We'll get back to the Thornton's text line. Texter says, "Any thoughts on the northern North Dakota State guy, Grant Nelson?" And somebody else on the text line. Who? Grant Nelson. He's from North Dakota that's State. That's not a real person. And and, and he's this he's this big, long, kind of lengthy white fella. Um, who can run the floor, he can shoot a little bit, he can block shots. That's the extent I know about him, and I, and I don't know any more, unfortunately. Um, I need to do more research on him, Texter, unfortunately. I didn't get the chance yesterday to kind of watch more of him. I don't know. I, I don't know if it would be a good fit or not, I, so I'd, I'd just be kind of giving you baloney. I don't think he's a real person. Uh, this, had, this is just being made up. 
We had a text that just stopped by to get my Thornton's donuts this morning. Give me Oscar over Hunter. Until Cal lets his big shoot outside, I'll take the better rebounder. Okay. I like that rationale. Yeah, I, like I still would rather have Hunter. He's a better passer. I like the intensity that he plays with more than Oscar. I'm, and and you, you can't help but sound down on somebody when you're promoting the other guy. I'm still – get Oscar. Get Oscar. That would be a great, great – big to have he's a national player of the year obviously i just thought hunter was a slightly better fit so it's not like i'm i'm out on one just because i lean one way on the other a texter says first derby memory for me was 1999 my dad gave me my first program and had me pick a horse i chose charismatic charismatic yeah and the rest is history real quiet was 98 but yeah silver charm uh real quiet charismatic fusaishi pegasus monarchos and then i've got i gotta polish up uh, we don't have as many derby glasses just sitting around the house. So i got to polish up on my winners. I did find out, uh, my dad, we, we were talking, his dad's first derby was by the winning horse Clyde Van Dusen, which was named, the trainer just named the horse after himself. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and he won the derby. Um, but, yeah, uh, Papa, his, his first derby was 69, and he's only, he didn't go in 70. He's been to all but two since. So, ready to run it back here Saturday. My first was I'll Have Another. We were in the paddock, and uh, I, I liked I'll Have Another. And we said, let's go, Mario! And Mario waved at us, and that was we, we should have known then that he mm. was, he was, he was going to get home. A texter says, what was Roush's race two pick he hinted earlier? Uh, race two? Um, Do tell. I, I believe it is the – let me pull it up. It's actually the two in race three. High Tone is its name. He's moving up. Finished first or second in his last four races. Uh, the favorites three and eight are pretty solid choices, but I, I like this as uh, maybe try to beat him or at least box him, right? A little exact box with the two favorites and the two horse there. Really like race four today, TJ. Sprinters. Brad Cox has won at Keeneland, like $80,000 maiden claiming. Wesley Ward won at $80,000 claiming, basically the same race. Uh, Brad's, I think, just ran like a half second faster. Uh, they're going against each other. One-to-one versus six-to-five morning line favorite. That's not going to be a great betting, but it should be a fun race to watch. And then here's – I know I talk about Brad Cox all the time. I'm throwing a Brad Cox horse out in the feature. Today. Whoa! I'm sick watch out, everybody. I'm of losing money trying to bet on seat, set piece. But um, in race 10, uh, Annapolis, this horse was five wins and two second-place finishes last year. And then in the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile, just completely bounced. Finished 11th. You throw out that race. Um, if this horse can return to form off the long layoff, uh, might end up being the favorite. Um, also, the, the seven in race 10 ran well, real well at the start of the year. And uh, I, Louis Saez, I'm just you, – you know how, TJ, you kind of get on different jockeys and trainers, and you're like, I'm just, I'm just rolling with them. I feel like a lot of Luis Saez mounts, I'm just going to throw in there because he's he's on top of his game right now. He's one of the best of the best. So you can't go wrong betting Luis Saez. A texter says on the Thornton's text line, Scoot's, Scoot's back in the house. Scoot, throw on that headset, buddy. Yeah. It's been a popular headset. I need to catch my breath. Oh, you act like you had to – you, you parked right behind uh, – No, I had to park right behind. Okay, okay. You had to park far away. And I huffed it and puffed it over here. So you blew your house down. And I'm out of shape. Well, I and I, I forgot my drinks here, so I've been dying of thirst since I left. <laughs> um, well, we, we missed you. Alan Keck missed you. He really wanted to talk to you. One thing that I didn't realize but makes sense, when you're an active 
like he's active mayor, but when he's doing campaign stuff, he can't use his mayor stuff. So like if he has like a city issued laptop, when he does interviews, he has to go do just his personal phone or his campaign or whatever because oh. it's got to be separate. Yeah, so he. That's kind of silly. Yeah. Oh, it is. It makes sense, but it, there is some uh, just things you don't think about when running for governor. A texter says, i got to be honest, I'm torn on the way Hunter has handled this. On the one hand, it seems a bit selfish, but on the other hand, in the nil era, it makes sense. He's got everybody talking about him and seemingly driving up the price. I, I haven't really cared about oh, this. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, like, I haven't gotten worked up about the way that he's handled it. Uh, and maybe, maybe it's just because I'm mature. I suppose. You're just an adult. That could potentially be it. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, like he just finished his last Villanova visit on Sunday. It's now Thursday. Mm-hmm. He did that podcast. Listen, Barstool hypes up everything. They hype up everything. If anything's associated do. with Barstool, you, they're going to hype it up because they're in the money-making business, yeah. and they do a pretty good job of it. Self, that being said, self-promotion like is Hunter Dickinson never said, I'm going on this podcast and announcing my commitment. Yeah. Now, it, I guess he could have said, like, hey, you all, please don't. Don't like say I'm going. Just make let everybody know I'm not announcing, but I'll do the podcast where I'll recap the visits. Do we really need to be upset too that there's a recruitment with theatrics? I mean, like which one doesn't? And secondly, we, we, yeah, like, like, Keontae is this our cyber. first time around the, the sun? That's what I mean. Like this is how we this is this is how this works. And the texture's right, especially in the nil era. You're probably going to get a little more of it. I just don't think this was even anything all that egregious. No, like, no. You know, he finished his last visit. He went on a podcast, detailed all his visits, which is incredibly informative, more than you get from most players, almost all players. And then he's going to make his decision today, so just a couple days later. Another texture says, Roush, where do you try to hang at the infield? I've got a 20-year-old oak streak going, usually set up in the front of the big screen by the betting windows. Yeah, I'll try a, to stop by. Yeah, yeah, that's usually – we're typically around uh, that area. So you just come find, look for the big goofy guy. And uh, we're usually kind of around the big screen in the middle. Um, it, my parents would try to get towards the fence. I'm kind of indifferent. I like actually being towards the rows of people because then you get some quality people watching. So what can you bring into the infield these days? What can you not bring in? Uh, you, could, you know, back in the day, it was you could bring in whatever. Yeah, seal, sealed bottles of water are big. That's the uh, – and my wife went out and she bought some of the taller ones, the Deer Park or something like that. Those those go a long way in saving the day. Uh, but you can also bring in uh, snacks as long as they're in clear packages, and you can bring in bags nice. as long as they are uh, less than a foot large. Um, I think they got rid of the, the tarp thing. Um, one year, uh, my mother, I thought she was going to fight a security official because it was no tents. They were like, this isn't a tent, this is a tarp. And she had it clipped to the fence. So we had like made like our own lean-to. But they said, oh, it's a safety hazard with the tarp. No, you just don't want it to look like you got a shanty town in the infield. Like, that's all it is, Churchill Downs. And also, while I'm complaining about Churchill Downs, kiss, easy, my, ki- kiss my ass with this whole experience thing. I just got there a $1,500 chi- experience. Holy They're tickets. Smokes. We're getting tickets to the race. We don't got to church it up. And act like it's something more than what it's not. You're just sitting in a nicer area than other parts. It's cool, but just, just call them tickets. The experience is so dumb, so asinine. Trust me. I'm excited for my experience at Thurby today. All you can drink, all you can eat. What if I just like only cared about the food? 
Did he even just ate? I've just done, like dude, I, I repeated. Did. The first year, I I ate too much to drink. I just kept <laughs> I, I overate. I, I was like, yeah, but I, I paid eighty dollars. Like I got to eat these chicken tenders. <laughs> Texter, I ate lots of chicken tenders. John Calipari would have been envious. Texter says, "Will Roush ask Keck what Robert Stiver smells like?" <laughs> <laughs> I wish oh, we would have seen this before, man, Texter. I yeah. apologize. Uh, uh, I saw our boy Damon Thayer was out here talking about his horse. Oh, we should have gotten Damon Thayer. On. Yeah, he, he'll tell he'll talk about his horses all day. Keck just cost. Poor Big X, more money than he's raised this month. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was wondering if I heard that right. Uh, unfortunately, you did not. He said another word. Yeah. I, was, I was listening on my way in, and I was like, did, did, what, what, what? Huh? <laughs> it got staticky during. Ooh, Very staticky. It looks like WDRB is looking to do live interviews. What about an Inception live radio interview on TV? How great would that be for the brand? Yeah, That's, we, yeah, we're, we're, how, Haley, we need to. Haley, get the cameras yeah, over here. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. Uh, which, by the way, if y'all haven't checked it out, uh, the the video went up with Travis Stone last night on uh, KSR's YouTube. I tweeted it out, shared it. Uh, my, I, I think my favorite line that I shared with him was, Jesus Christ, it's reincarnate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we heard it. It was a good one. Yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> we're going to be talking about that one all weekend. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm, hey, you'll never believe this line. <laughs> um, but, no, uh, check it out. Really cool. Really insightful. Uh, I, I actually, the, the next phase in the relationship building with Travis Stone, he, he says he can read a program and kind of see how a race is going to unfold. Well, tell me how uh, – let's, 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 you explain it to me like I'm five so then I can learn how to know how the races are going to unfold and I can pick all the winners. I like that. We, we need winners. We want winners. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I got some more winners today. Maybe we take our final break. And uh, we'll share some Oaks winners. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Live from the backside at Churchill Downs. It's been a fun Thursday. It's been a fun Thurby. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be back for one final segment. Nothing like my old Kentucky home brings us back to our final segment of the week here. Kentucky roll call, that's right. No Kentucky roll call on Oaks Day. We'll be off. But we're back for one final segment. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Scoots all here. The backside of Churchill Downs. It's been a really fun day. Talked with a lot of great folks. I've really enjoyed spending the last 30 minutes of the show with you guys the last two days. Oh, it's been fun. Appreciate that, Scooter. <laughs> yeah, real, real sentimental stuff. Come it's cleared scooter. out a little bit. Uh, not nearly as many people as there were, but you'll still see a celebrity walking by every now and then. Maybe Jude can give us a final weather forecast. We do need a weather person to walk by. Colleen Peterson's out here. Jude Redfield's out here. If one of them walks by, we're going to grab them. Well, I don't know who Colleen Peterson is. She does the w- she's she works with Haley. She wow! Does the so you w- don't watch uh, Good Morning Kentucky? W- 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 in the mornings. 
You don't see her anywhere? I don't. I okay. don't. I don't. I don't see any uh, people. So, the so, I'll grab them. Something really embarrassing just happened when I went to go try to get coffee. There was a traffic jam. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just I'll dick it, duck around over here by the tent and uh, oh, just scoots. ran directly scoots. into He's a working. downspout. He's running up to Jude. I mean, Jude is on TV like oh. as we speak. This is so Dude. embarrassing. And he didn't even ask. Oh, my gosh. He he, he, oh, he's pointing. A thing about oh, me. my gosh. <laughs> no, the thing about me is I think it's really. Well, no, no. You know what, though? He's produ- this is what a producer does. He's do- he's doing the hard work. Scoots, he's working. No, he's on the way. Wa- I said if you have time before 9, they're wanting a final weather report for the weekend. And he said, I'll be right. I'll be over shortly. If I was Jude, I'd say. Uh, listen, suck it, Scoots. No, he was pumped. Well, you'll, you'll check it out in WDR. He was pumped. No, we- weathermen love to talk about okay. the weather. All right. Thank you, Scoots. Um. There's a horse in the Oaks race, and every time I see it on the program, I just go to our rejoin the Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies, because it's uh, and tell me no lies. Well, that is a song. Yeah. That's what it gets stuck in my head every single time. I go to the rejoin, not the song, though. All right, so what happened with your traffic jam? Oh, I my head just nailed a gutter, a downspout. Just, oh, good. Yeah, good. felt like a real doofus. Yesterday, I brought Roush out loud. a donut, and today he did not bring me out a donut. I grabbed the last one. Yeah, I grabbed the last one. Why would I? Why lie? I don't need – I was I actually felt disgusted with myself because I didn't need that jelly donut. It wasn't even that good, and I still ate it. It was really, really not a big bad fan of jelly donuts, but as if we're going to believe it was the last one. was a big fan of the steamboat race yesterday. Did you see it went down to the wire, the Belleville dramatic comeback? It got the it, well, they, so I they every year it actually loses and then they just say it wins because it's the only actual pow, paddle. Oh pow. yeah, so, <laughs> so it wins by technicality. But they actually I think give it the great antlers every year too. So they go through like the whole rigmarole. But it was fun. Those boats are ginormous. Oh, it the the part for me is because um, the Belle of Louisville is smaller. But imagining like that big boat, yeah, the, like that's that was transportation one hundred and. 30 years ago, give well, or take. I mean, that was how you were. Probably more the size of the Bell of Louisville, though. You know? Were they? They didn't have ginormous boats. Like, they probably had boats that size. But, yeah, the Bell of Louisville would have been like a transporter boat. I think it was. Man, initially. Just, just imagining that being your mode of getting around. Just crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. It is wild stuff. Uh, another texture, and this gets us back onto the sports topics here on Big X Sports Radio's Kentucky Roll Call. Somebody sent in the Kyle Tucker tweet and says, guys, this is not good. We can't get or keep the extra pieces needed to be great anymore. We always have a few, but never enough. Really discouraging. Uh, I, I but just, like, if you're saying yeah. it's Lance Ware, let's say it is Lance Ware. How would that be discouraging? And I'm not so sure it is because it just doesn't make sense that Lance would leave. Well, then so who, it, who would it make sense maybe for? Maybe Chris Livingston. Oh, just coming back and not entering the and entering the portal. Potentially, yeah. They yeah say, I see he, that. he said it wasn't a do, and then I I could see it being Uganda. I think he said it wasn't going to be Uganda, but I think on our radio show he did say that that was a possibility. Yeah. When yeah. we had him on as a guest, so I could see it. Uh, I could. I don't know. I don't know who it'd be, but let's wait. What if it was Antonio Reeves? That would be. That would be. That would uh, suck. Very upsetting. Yeah. yeah, that would not be good at all. Although, could he do that? That's the thing. They, they pretty much let anybody get a waiver. Yeah, but supposedly they're going to start being a little stricter about they it. They should. They need to be because it's a little crazy. The, the, guy, the North Carolina DB that Jeff got transferred to Virginia in December, went through spring practice, and then transferred to Wolf. Yeah. Like, what, what, what the hell is that? It's Roush, ridiculous. give me some horse names instead of just rambling numbers. He <laughs> say Niner in the fourth race? I mean, that's, that's how I take my notes. I, I took my notes. Uh, high Tone was the one in uh, race three that I really liked. 
Texter says, um, good Lord, Scooch is going to have to start using Trevor's jar. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. What I do this time? Just the self-loathing jar. What I self-loathe? That you were out of shape. I mean, it, that's not self-loathing. That's just speaking facts. I don't think that's true. There, uh, There is a horse today named after my dog, Jag Warrior. Come on. Old Jag Dog. So we go, we're go. we going to bet on that horse today. Um, and then uh, Margo in a bubble bath. Uh, one of Duke's friends' name is Margo. She won a Keeneland. Back-to-back winners racing out here tomorrow. All right. Well, well, we'll have picking names. Picking names will do you just as any good as reading a program. Colleen Peterson is one fine weather person, says one texter. She's great at her job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Above average. Um, I would say Drew Redfield, pretty good at his job, too. Mark with a C, though, he didn't even work last night. What a freaking bum. If Mark with a C came out and talked this much smack about you, you'd be furious. No. I I would. Yeah, it would be. We would have a. A battle royale, which I don't know who, how that would unfold, how we would ter- determine who is the superior uh, human, but I would win. I would conquer all. Really weird stuff from Nick Roush when it comes to Mark with a C. <laughs> text on in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. EJ Clark hanging out. He'll be on the air as soon as we get off. Yeah, on Friday and Saturday, too. Uh, we ran into Charles Walker earlier. He's on an 0 for 14 streak right now. Which is pretty wild. Yeah. It's hard to. In Derby? A, uh, no, just in playing the horses. He's, oh, okay. 14 straight losses, which is so bad, it's actually impressive. It's tough. We, yeah. have, we have another texter. These are the ones from yesterday, that are from the podcast listeners, I should say. Is Tony Vanetti okay? He's turned into a get off my lawn guy out of nowhere. One of those chronically online people who thinks the world is ending. He, I don't think he. I know. So I there has been some like equestrian outrage with the horse deaths well, out here. The and there's been several I, of them. I think Vanetti's problem is he's not chronically online because if he was more online, he would have seen all of the news stories about it. But I, I do think just like being uh, on a conservative news station, you're going to be a little bit more. Yells at clouds. He's getting older. He's getting hair plugs. He's just an old man now. So he's going to get a little bit more curmudgeon-y. Um, he was complaining about... Uh, well, he, he was just wrong. He yeah, was just wrong. He, that's he, all it was. Yeah, it was the, just, there's it another was, horse death, and nobody's going to talk about it. And it was like, I, that's kind of like the second biggest story on most of the newscast today. What are you, what's your take on, on that? I, I thought it was fascinating that Safi Joseph, when... when they said that two of his horses broke down, and it wasn't a physical thing. Um, it was it was very telling. Like all of the horsemen are like, Safi Joseph. I mean, what's he felt felt like there's something there with Safi Joseph. It's something something nefarious. Oh, well, who? Oh, okay. What about all the other ones? I mean, two of those horses were his of the four. Oh, the other ones. Gotcha. I, I worry about the turf track. Like the turf track, it's been it's been out for like two years. They've uh, had a lot of questions trying, about it. They're trying to get it fixed, and I just uh, they've reseeded it twice to try to get the the turf to stay. Will it stay? I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful, uh, but I, I just got a hunch that with these breakdowns, that there's only going to be so much turf riding this weekend before they just take the the races off the turf for the foreseeable future. I have a whoa. Hope not, but you're probably right. Yeah, that's what they did last year. Didn't run really any after Derby weekend. I've got a lukewarm take on the whole thing, but Jude Redfield's off in the distance, and it may take a little bit more time. So okay. may just need to keep it in the oven. EJ, we're uh, our guest. <laughs> just chatting him up. And just talking directly into Scoots here. I, I was very confused by what was happening there, Scoots. 
loud noises. Oh, show prep. Well, I guess I guess we don't have an office back down here. Um, 502-414-1450. Right, Thornton's and Jude line. Redfield from WDRB. He's here to save us. He's going to tell us, will we get sunshine and rainbows this weekend at Churchill Dam? It's all sunshine today. And then tomorrow, I really think most of the day tomorrow is going to be amazing. Yes. You know, some clouds move yes. in. The, the one thing, and I'm a little superstitious. Okay. When it comes to weather and you start Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, now into Thursday, and you have not seen any tweaks or erratic changes with oh. the models, it's almost too good to be true. That, yeah. That's the only thing that freaks me out a little bit because it looks like if it's going to rain, it's so late. I mean, it could potentially be here for the Oaks race, but most of the day tomorrow, no one's going to be complaining. Nice. If, if it does rain at that point, then, you know, like whatever, we have to deal with it. But then it should be leaving for Derby. It's going to be pretty cloudy on Saturday. Highs, low 70s tomorrow, probably near 70 on Saturday. With some of the crud that we've had to deal with, mm -hmm. Oaks and Derby Day, I think if it plays out what we're thinking right now, nice. look back and be like, okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay. And it's perfect today. It is great. Yeah. yeah I mean, 72 Yesterday was perfect. The wind's uh, dying is, down today. Nice. It's not going to be windy at all today. I love it. Do I we, love it. Do we think uh, there will be enough rain to make the infield soggy? Uh, no, it looks like fast track. E oh so boy. if it does rain for the Oaks race, it does not look real heavy. Right. So okay. we, we should be able to keep the track pretty fast. The infield uh, would not get I'm not going to lose my get, shoe, get, get buried in the mud. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. You can answer this question as quickly as you'd like, but why are you so passionate about weather? Well, when I grew up, I would sit – I mean, this was when I was like second, third, fourth grade. I, I'm a snow fanatic. I mean, an absolute freak show. <laughs> I would watch. I grew up in northern Kentucky, so I'd get the Cincinnati stations. I mean, I would park my butt in front of the TV fall, winter, early spring, and just watch to see if it was going to snow. As soon as one weather person was on and I heard the forecast, I'd go to the next channel, see what they're saying. And, like, <laughs> and that, by the time it was like getting ready for, uh, you know, seventh eighth grade i was like i think i want to be a weatherman and then done that's all i've ever wanted to do you, you, you're living life. out your dream Ooh, wow. that's awesome the only other thing that i toss around was be a, an announcer for the cincinnati reds but uh, i think i Marty think I'll a, a little better yeah. for, for the uh forecast well you do a great job and we really appreciate well, you stopping you. by did we get did we need a derby pick yeah you, do we ever you, get got, so, you got your horse so i do two fills Oh. Two fills. Okay. I, I, I watched one of uh, the recent races, came from the back, put on a heck of a show. That's the only reason. I, and and um, Wonder Wheel for Oaks. Okay. Did throw a similar out, thing. Came, Ashland, came yep. from, the, uh, from the back of the pack and had a pretty good finish. So Awesome. Jude, we really appreciate your time I'm this happy week. happy to be here. And uh, you got to thanks for all that you do. Have a drink or two. And Absolutely. Back Don't have to tell me twice. Money. Who are your picks? I'm. We're, we're giving ours at the end of the oh, show, oh, but I, I, I yeah. oh, drum roll, please, uh, <laughs> gentlemen. Don't, I'm don't going, change that radio channel. <laughs> I'm going with Mage. With Mage, yeah. Okay. I still don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Don't know if it's I have Mage. all week. I got it. Yeah. All right, all right. It. I well, nailed it. I'm definitely going to follow TJ's uh, run on that if he doesn't even know how to pronounce <laughs> his name. I don't need to know the <laughs> that's name. Right. I just need you, to you see the horse, and you're like, that's what I. That's what that, I do. When you get backside and you see like how massive they are, sometimes it's like that's uh, the one. yeah. I'm a gut guy. Yeah. It, like one feels right is the one I usually go with, and then if it changes, it changes. But right now, it's been all week, and well, I like disarm as well. So I'll be see, doing. I'll be throwing those that, two that's together. Why I, I ran into Steve Asmussen. Like, we weren't looking for him, and it was just like, oh, hey, there's Steve Asmussen. Steve.
can you talk to us? And he was as nice as Is could he be. Is not the coolest dude? Oh, yeah. So and, I've got to bet this arm. And when he had that long hair, oh. like that silver hair in the morning, like flowing around, it's like I almost man crush. I still <laughs> like his hair, but it was. We, we need I to mean, get the maid back. Ago, we need to get the mullet back. It, Allow me to need, man crush. You're the best looking guy out here all week. What oh. color would you consider your suit yesterday? What color was that? We talked about it on air. Yeah. It was like some sort of red, what, like a yeah. reddish pink. I said like, salmon. I said oh, red yeah, pastel. Like a salmon, yeah. Past, yeah. A pastel salmon. Yeah. There we go. It looked really Meet sharp. You look great Thank today you. as well. So. What, what, what's, what's on the digs for tomorrow? Because I know Ooh, you all yeah. will be on air. Are, are you going to stay on air after the 10 a.m. show and kind of take us into the Oaks races? So we, we go through 10 o'clock in the morning, and then our midday show starts at 11:30 runs till 12:30 and then that's pretty much the okay. end of WDRB's coverage out here gotcha. we'll have like live full on news right, right, right. we'll right. have some reporters uh, throughout the afternoon do you have uh, derby digs that you've been planning uh, to to pull out for weeks in my advance my wife puts it all together <laughs> without her you wouldn't be you wouldn't be hitting me up with the uh, flattering comments. I'd be a disaster. I do like you. You're getting dressed for school. It's she, like a kid setting out the uniform. She did get online and pick some stuff out for me. Tomorrow tomorrow is a little bit tame on Derby. It, it gets loud and boisterous. Nice. Love, love it. Love it. Gaudy. That's how you got to do Saturday in May, baby. Nothing wrong yeah. with gaudy for Oaks and Derby, right? <laughs> All right, Jude. Enjoy your weekend. Rock Thank on. you so yeah, much. Thanks Win for joining us. big freaking money. Yeah, now. let's do it. I hope so. Let's do it. Jude Redfield from WDRB, the best weather person on the planet, if I, you ask me. Doesn't it feel like, um, I don't want to say we've become more popular, but I feel like we get the, we, I feel like we've got a few more folks this year than we normally do. Yeah, you got to get out here. And now we've, what is this, three straight years? Uh, I used to be against, uh, admittedly, totally wrong yeah. about it. I used to be against this. Never again. I will want to do radio out here, and then even when or radio days may be behind us, I still think I'd want to come out here today and just to see, hang out. Yeah, it's, Get it's some cool. of the donuts. Go the nuts. People are, the, the folks are buzzing, although most of the folks have gone away. Um, yeah. But, hey, that's because uh, the races, they start at 1245 today, 1030 a.m. post times on Friday and Saturday, a lot of really good races. Um, I, I don't. I think I shared this yesterday, but yes, uh, want to reiterate: do not waste your money betting on Rich Strike when he races at Churchill Downs this weekend. Just don't save yourself some time, save yourself some money. Um, there's a a couple. Uh, ooh, uh, I, race five tomorrow. Race five on Oaks Day. Um, I'm, I'm giving out a Brad Cox horse, TJ. I know that this. Soccer. Well, but here's the thing. This isn't even his highest favorite horse. I'm throwing out one Brad Cox horse to give you another. Does that work for you, TJ? Uh, I, I just, I, I don't care. Okay. Well, the number in race five, it is. I, I, sorry, I had to look up the number because that's the one that's going up against um, Art, uh, Art Collector, another popular horse, Rich Strike. Uh, it's the horse uh, Milliken. No. Okay. I'm sorry. Felt How about I read I some text? Until I just wrote numbers until down. Until you just okay? get it together. Unbelievable. Because Art, we got plenty your, of texters. Your one shining moment. A texter says, did Mark with a C go steady with Roush's wife? No. I don't no, believe. He I don't, did not. I, it's the four horse. He'd be so lucky. It's the four horse in okay, race five. The four horse in race five. Yes. West Willpower. Gary and Mary West own at Brad Cox. Trains it. It's ran in the hundreds in five straight races. Won four out of its last uh, five. It's a... It's a badass. It's going to be a short price. Single that horse. Also, Caravel. 
single Caravel and all your multi-race wagers. Uh, Brad Cox's horse. That, he's going to win that race. The, the rest of the horses in there are bums. So. Sounds like Jude is going to have to file a restraining order against TJ. Easy, buddy. He's married. <laughs> he does. He's a sharp dresser. A texter says, Scoots, if you don't get the get on these guys about their pronunciations today, you're missing your chance. Routes can't pronounce constituents, and TJ can't pronounce Madge. It's Mage. It's constituents. I, th- uh, I, do, I, I think it's Mage as well. And that was it a pretty funny moment with you not being able to say that. And I, it was played off well. What, yeah. constituents? Yeah. I thought you nailed it. I thought you was a constituents. whole thing. Constituents. Uh, it's, it's, it's the, it's the it, thing from other words. What did he say? Yeah. You said it just country enough. I didn't That's understand it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, another texture on the Thornton text line is Brad from Bellbrook. It's been a busy week, so I apologize for not staying on top of my hypotheticals, but the new episode, uh, if the three of you had 10 months to train for a decathlon, which do you think you would either get the furthest or actually be able to finish? My money is on the dingus. No way. What's, what's all in the decathlon? No way. That, isn't that when you throw the javelin? Yeah, it'd probably be me. I'd come dead last, I promise. We need Ten to months. go after Grant Nelson. Awful. That dude's a hooper. I just don't know enough about him. Sounds like our nil approach with top-tier transfers is a bit gray. Other programs sound like they're setting a specific price where we are going to say you could potentially make this dollar amount. I don't think transfers want to hear that and would hear an exact amount. I don't know what Kansas was promising, but I don't doubt he would make more money at Kentucky. And I think a lot of people disagree with me, but I – I think that I think Jacob Toppin did pretty well for himself, and he was just kind of like a middle of the pack player. I think Hunter Dickinson would kill it at UK from a nil perspective. But yeah. Texter, you're not wrong. Kentucky doesn't like to make those promises; it gets a little gray. Now, oh. Maybe if we have another couple of years where they're missing out on guys, and it's detrimental to the program, we can change our tune that like UK needs to be more uh, liberal with their policies and like start. Um, but they are just got a monster class. Like it, you know. I yeah, agree with you. Exactly. We need more evidence. Hello, gents. The horse talk has gotten me. Has gotten to me, and because of that, I'll be heading to Thurby in the first turn club. Yes. I'm excited because this will be my first time in the first turn club. TJ, let me know if you'll be around. I'll try to stop by and say, hey, that's from Mook. I think I'm going to be in like the Aristides line. Aristides. Yeah, is that's that uh, second second four clubhouse where you'll be. Uh, Mook, there's a bunch of South Enders no going to the first. It's kind of impressive. He just knew that off the top of his head, like where the different rooms and clubs are. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Or well, the, the, second the, floor? The, the post position pull was in the Aristides Lounge. Back so in the day, I used to be in Millionaire's Row on Thurby, and then they raised the tickets to a literal arm and a leg. But, uh, yeah, a lot of South End's going to be – a lot of sales boys are, and Butler guys are going to be out in the first turn. So, watch your, watch your back, Holy Cross Mook. What I don't understand about the Calipari self-Dickinson situation is how can Kansas and self-guarantee nil deals money, but Calipari can't because of integrity and because it's not the correct way to recruit. Self was won a lot more than Cal, and by the looks of it, it's going to beat out Cal for Dickinson. Well, but I think I think it's more so to do with juggling personalities and not you, – you, you don't want a Miami situation with Isaiah Wong and Nigel Pack, right? Knowing what the other one's making. They did all right for themselves, though. Yeah, it ended up working out. Kirby, so wait, Hunter Dickinson is clowning our facilities and calling them outdated, so you're telling me Cal was right? Mitch is letting our basketball program not be the elite no. of elite every aspect because of his damn pride. Diehard football guy, but Kentucky basketball is Bama football, and it's okay just to treat it that way. Don't Just don't believe what they're saying. Listen, like, this I is want, all I, politics. I want new facilities. That doesn't change. This doesn't change anything, but this was just a way for UK to soften some of the blow. Yeah. Uh, this from Kirby again. Good job on Tom Leach joining the podcast, Roush. Think he's someone you don't hear from nearly as much as you should on the other side of the microphone. He's the goat to end all goats. Thurby season today, boys. Catch a bucket. Yeah, well, he does also do a radio show. But, <laughs> but our, we, we listen to Roll Call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Woo, woo, yeah. And I, I do think t- Tom 
he doesn't let his personality really shine unless you pull it out of him. Yeah, and it, and also because com- that's just how the era he grew like, up in in radio. Not like Jeff Pecoro. I um, I cannot overstate how nice of a person Tom Leach is as a human either. Like just when same he, he's the and you've had much more encounters than I, but I've had a I've had a few, and he's just as pleasant effusive. as can be. Charismatic, just the nicest yeah. guy out there. He likes botanical in the Kentucky Oaks on Friday, as do I. Um, I'm going to be win betting botanical uh, in the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, from a long shot perspective, uh, I kind of like flying connection at 15 to one, and also promise her America. Maybe try to win a couple bombs um, in the Kentucky Derby. TJ, we mentioned our Derby horses. I still don't know which ones I'm going to toss or keep or save, but we have mentioned it. Uh, Disarm, the way that Disarm's trained out there uh, on the track. Steve Asmussen, I I think it would be kind of storybook. And and on top of it, this horse has improved in every single one of its outings. And as Travis Stone said, I know the paces have been slow earlier, but it's a 20-horse race. Horses are going to go. It's going to be fast-paced. You need somebody that can close. Angel of Empire... Disarm and Tappet Trice are your three best closers. Uh, Forte has also shown an ability to kind of stalk off the pace, but I, I, I trust those other three quite a bit. Not sure exactly what the final play is going to be until after I've had about 15 beers in the infield, but <laughs> we're, we're going we're gonna to get there, and Disarm is definitely going to be included. Well, Roush, come see me on the front side on Saturday. Oh, man. That I will be taking wet paint in the Oaks. Kind Brad of like Cox. protesting Brad Cox because of Roush, but I'm going <laughs> to take wet paint there. And then in the derby, horse. give me Mage. Mage. No, it is Mage. Mage. Yeah, it is Mage. <laughs> that came from like the horse Page. expert. Page Mage. There, me, I will never forget it again. Thank you, EJ Clark. Give me Tappet Trice, baby. Who do you have in the Oaks? Uh, I don't know any Oaks horses. Well, maybe uh, Brad, Brad Cox horse is going to win Give me Flying Connection. I'll okay. go with that. All right, really uh, like nobody's going to remember these picks. One, they certainly don't care necessarily. But, hey, everybody, this is a, a wonderful weekend. Enjoy it. This is what it's all family, about being a Kentuckian. Friends. Have fun. Yeah. Enjoy. Be safe. Yeah, of course, be safe. Uh, wear comfortable shoes, drink delicious drinks, and uh, hopefully we'll all win some money. Listen to EJ Clark. Coming up next here on Big X Sports Radio, this is TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, live from the backside of Churchill Downs. We'll see you on Monday. Happy Derby. Woo! Sing one more song for the old Kentucky home.